the way I invented my game is I was just like, what did I want in a game? You know, so you, you have to be, you have to be a little bit selfish because most people, you know, will like what you like it, you know? And so I just was like, man, I want real turf, real goals, uh, you know, perfectly spaced players, you know, perfectly elastic bands, you know, all these features of the game. And I just made it the way I wanted it. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna have fun. And I know my friends all have fun because we have all, we have fun doing the same thing. So I would just, you know, look for any sort of, you know, whether it's a problem in your life, like, man, I wish, I wish I had this, or, you know, I wish this thing was like this. If you ever hear yourself saying that and catch yourself saying it, it's like, man, that could be a really good idea. And there's, I guarantee there's a lot of other people out there thinking the exact same thing. Live from Gil Silva Family Studio in Salinas, California, the salad bowl of the world. Welcome to the podcast designed to inspire the only one built with ganas. You're going to work harder than you ever worked before. And the only thing I ask from you is ganas, desire, haircut. If you don't have the ganas, I will give it to you because I'm an expert. From the founders of Gill Basketball Academy that empowers youth to play hard, work hard, study hard, and overcome obstacles. People can't do something themselves. They want to tell you you can't do it. You want something, go get it. Period. Real interviews with real people about real life. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. And now it's time for Ganas, leading from the heart. This episode was sponsored by Plaza Properties. Plaza Properties and Dan O'Brien have managed departments in Salinas since the 1980s. Plaza Properties believes in the mission of the Gill Basketball Academy and is proud to contribute to our podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Ganas, leading from the heart. I am Jose Gill, coach, teacher, father, husband, and a lifelong believer in ganas, which translates to desire. I would like to introduce my co-host today to my right. Hello, I'm Fernando Arreda, and I'm excited to be here today in this podcast. I have been in the academy for nine years, and I'm in the eighth grade and 13 years old. My man, Fernie. And to my left. Hello, everyone. My name is Eduardo Rodriguez. I've been part of the Guild Basketball Academy for 10 years now. I am 18 years old and I will be entering my second year at UC Davis. Great, thank you, Eduardo. And uh, today on the show, we are proud to have uh, Nick Witherell with us, and uh, my man, Nick, uh, thank you for, for wanting to be on our show and for accepting our invitation, my man. Absolutely, thank you guys for having me. I'm excited to be on. Yeah, you know, uh, Nick, when, when our master producer here, Hector, um, who, who's amazing, by the way, and you know that because you've worked on certain projects with him, uh, he told mm-hmm. us about, uh, we were just having a casual conversation here in our in our studio, and uh, I took out the bingo game. We had just played with my, my kids, and um, we were, you know, we're, we're a competitive family, right? And uh, so we were playing, mm-hmm. and then Hector's like, hey, man, I know the guy who invented that game. And, and <laughs> you know, and then, and then one thing led to another, and uh, here you are on our podcast, man. So we're excited. I know you're, you're, you're traveling the world right now, uh, promoting your, your, your amazing game. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll dive into all that. But, um, but thank you, Nick, for being on the show, and, and uh, appreciate you taking some time, man. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. All right, Nick, to start the show off, can you please tell us a little bit about yourself, upbringing, family, education, and your career? Yeah, so um, so I, I grew up in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, born and raised uh, my entire childhood. Um, 
went to high school uh, in Scottsdale and in Gilbert. Um, you know, just live with my family, the normal, you know, kind of suburban life, uh, living in Phoenix. Um, and then, uh, career in regards to, uh, basketball or, or Bino. Actually both, man. Both, you know, what, which, no? which, which, who's Nick, bro? Yeah. Right. So, cause I was, so basketball was a huge part of my life uh, growing up. Uh, I, I played through high school. Um, and then, uh, got, was recruited, uh, played division one, um, after, uh, I committed to Washington state after my sophomore year. Um, and, uh, unfortunately I was in the same position and same class as Clay Thompson. So, uh, didn't my, my basketball stint there didn't last too long. Um, so I transferred and finished my basketball career at Grand Canyon university in Phoenix, uh, who's been on the rise for some time now, unbelievable basketball culture there huge fan base, um, played the first year in the arena there. And then, um, and my current, uh, career, I uh, stuck to sports and, uh, you know, I was, um, and, and invented a game, uh, based off of, uh, soccer or football, um, and been, uh, doing that for the last couple of years now. And that's awesome. You know, let's dive into the, you playing division one basketball, you know, and I, and I know you transferred to Grand Canyon and that's, that's a great school as well. You know, I know the, um, it's taken off, right? And uh, it's um, it's on the map now, right? And and uh, some great leadership going on. There was some um, great coaches. But at Washington State, uh, you played with Clay Thompson, right? Uh, Golden State Warriors shooting guard, who um, we are all hoping for uh, for a speedy recovery and a bounce back uh, year from him because he's one of the elite players out there. And, and myself. Uh, I'm, I'm going to admit, bro, I'm, I'm a Laker fan, you know, but I appreciate good Ooh. basketball, you know, and, and I'm I'm right here in this in the Monterey Bay area, Central Coast, and there's so many blue and yellow Warrior fans, you know, of course, uh, at times we say they're bandwagon fans, they were Laker fans, now they're Warriors fans, but it's all good, you know, you got to support the local uh, teams and all that, but, um, you know, how, how was your experience uh, like, you know, seeing him, you know, playing with him, first of all, and then seeing him still you know, take off like he did uh, and, and become an elite player. I mean, does it, does it, at times, you know, did you believe that was going to happen? You know, what, what, what's the story behind that? Yeah, so uh, going there, you know, I committed to Washington State when they were a bottom dweller in the Pac-10. Um, and then Tony Bennett, who's the coach at Virginia now, uh, one of the best uh, coaches in the nation, just won a national championship in 2019. He was our coach and I was, I, I was his first recruit. Uh, but I came in after my sophomore year. So those following two years when I was still in high school, they became really good. Went to the sweet 16 and then the second round. Um, so the recruits they were getting went up and uh, I basically got recruited over understandably. So, um, but uh, you know, we, we just, everyone knew play was special from the beginning. Uh, he was a little bit under recruited. Um, so he kind of came in with a chip on his shoulder. You know, he, Washington state was his only pac 10 offer. Uh, UCLA, his hometown, offered him a walk-on spot. So he came in, you know, hungry to succeed. He had, and we had an unbelievable coach. So, uh, you know, he, he walked into a starting spot. Uh, they just graduated some guys from their tournament teams and were kind of reloading, even though we had Aaron Baines on our team, who's in the NBA still, and another really good pro at uh, Taylor Rochester at point guard. But um, there was a couple games earlier in that year, our freshman year, that we were just like, wow. that Did we just witness that? You know, mm -hmm. like – you know, there's a game early in the year against Mississippi state, you know, he went for 20 and 10 on a team. We had the slowest pace in the entire country, um, led the nation in defense. So, you know, we were scoring 20 and 10 was like the same as scoring, like, you know, going for like 40 and 20, basically. Yeah, yeah. you know? Uh, and so there's a couple of games like that early in the year and a couple of games at the end of that freshman year of mine, where I was just like, 
this this dude is ridiculous. Like mm. he, he's six seven. He doesn't miss. He plays great defense. I mean, I, I was just like, man, he's he's onto some big things. I don't know what yet, but you know, yeah. we'll see. Yeah, what position did you play, Nick? I played shooting guard. Unfortunately, okay. I'm only six. I'm only six two. Okay. Uh, so okay. pack ten, six two, <laughs> and not extremely athletic. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was not ideal, but hey, you know. Hey man, not not um, everybody can say they played the D one, right? Not everybody can say they played yeah. D one. So that's that's great stuff, man. So you know, how has uh, your background in athletics, right? Um, obviously, mm-hmm. growing up and 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 playing, how has it helped you in your different um, adventures? You know, dealing with personalities. Right. Uh, dealing with people, yep. obviously, you, you got your crew with you, uh, following you as you as you take your tour through through uh, Portugal and, and, and hopefully soon Europe. Um, mm-hmm. how, how is how important is it for for people that you associate with, oh, that you do business with? Um, do you look for those that, you know, have been part of a team, right, that have have that background to say, OK, I. I could work with this person, you know, or, or these are the mm-hmm. qualities that I'm looking for in my business partners, et cetera. Yeah. Be, just, overall, I think the number one thing is just being competitive. Um, whether or not they played a sport, obviously playing sports helps you understand that. And you know, the hard work that goes into it, um, that you have to do physically. Um, the biggest thing for me was, you know, translating that physical effort to like a more of a mental, you know, in business, it's like more, how can I work just as hard as I did physically in college and competitively, you know, more of a mental capacity. And so I just look for people that are competitive. Um, and obviously, you know, a lot of the time that's athletes, um, they have a natural uh, competitive nature. And if they can harness that into the real world, um, it, 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 gives them a huge probability of success. Um, because you know, I, I, I say, you know, pretty much 50% of everything is just the effort, yeah. you know, whether, you know, whether you're insanely talented, skilled, not skilled, not talented, you know, whatever it is, just, just you're putting in the effort. That's half the battle. So, and that comes from just being willing to compete. Yeah, no, that's great. And you know, uh, it's the name of our show, right? Ganas, which translates to effort, mm-hmm. right? You know, give, give it what you effort. got, man. And you'll, you'll get the results. So that, that's great, man. I, I, yeah, you got to put in that effort to get that stuff, you know? got to put in that effort. Okay. Which Spout. universities are recruiting you? No. Which ones recruited you, right? That's yeah. what we want to know, right? What well, offers did you have? What were the top choices, and why did you pick Washington State? Uh, so my, my first offer was Oakland University. Uh, they're a D1 in uh, Rochester, Michigan. Um after that, I was offered by New Mexico, Arizona State, uh, UNLV, and then Washington State. Um, and uh, I chose Washington State because of the coach, Tony Bennett. Uh, he had just got the job. Um, obviously, we know where he is now. Yeah. But, uh, man, uh, we, we had a – my dad helped me in that decision, and he had a really good feeling about him. You know, he was such a good guy, so just, you know – truth you could just, you could feel the sincerity in his voice and then um he was also a left-handed undersized uh, shooting guard uh mm-hmm. like me he ended up and he planned to play in the nba um despite being six foot not athletic uh and so i figured i could come you know learn from him and model my game after him and um i i, I, say, I say that i'm gonna commit, commit after my sophomore year and i could have let the recruiting process play out more and understood myself as a player a little bit more and maybe that would have helped me fit into a system better uh because you know Looking back, uh, I, you know, I wasn't ideal fit for that system, 
probably would have been better if I went somewhere like ASU and played in the zone and just spot up, <laughs> uh, spot up shot threes. Yeah. Uh, but that's hindsight, you know, hindsight's 2020, um, you know, and I'm never going to regret my decision to, uh, go to Washington state. Good stuff. What is your proudest moment as an athlete? My proudest moment, I'd say if it had to go down to one moment, uh, my senior night at Grand Canyon, um, you know, we basically, yeah, we basically had to win this game to make the tournament. And uh, they're, they're, uh, we were down by five with a minute left. Uh, our point guard hit a three uh, on defensive end. I always guarded the point guard. I was like a lockdown defender. Uh, locked down their f- defender, um, who was all conference, you know, really good player. I got him to travel, turn it over. Uh, we got the ball back. And almost turned it over, jump ball. Um, but the possession arrow is our way with three seconds left. And um, actually, 1.5 seconds left. And I uh, had to inbound from the sideline with a couple of players already fouled out. Uh, fired it into our center from the corner, and he hit a fadeaway three to send us to the tournament. So that was my senior night, which, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, that, that pass was probably my best uh, play I made, and, it, and which led to my best moment. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I- I got chills just thinking about that play, you know, because uh, as a coach, right, you always uh, preach to your players, man. It's not about who scores, it's about, you know, making the play, set that screen, right? Uh, give that perfect pass in a nice shooting position, right? You know, give it to them right when they Absolutely. want it, right, and stuff like that. So that's good stuff, man, and I'm glad that um, you shared your, your background as, as an athlete, and hopefully you got some – uh, some some flashback memories, bro. When we used to let it go and play out there, you know, I'm sure you still yeah. play pickup ball now, right? I mean, I'm sure you look like you're in great shape. I uh, I've been playing more um, more, more soccer actually. Okay. Uh, I, I I stay in shape, but my back is kind of jacked up. Got it. So um, you know, I I was playing for a lot before this past year, mm-hmm. uh, and still and still had it pretty good until my back started, you know, giving me some issues. Yeah. Um. But I'm gonna get back. Yeah, you know, as soon as I get back to America, I'm getting right back after it. Okay. You know, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good now. But I, yeah, I'm always gonna stay in shape. I'm gonna. My goal is to play ball, you know, in whatever capacity I can. You know, my new role probably will have to be the old the old guy that just you know uh, sits in the corner, hits threes. But yeah. Yeah, whatever, whatever that, it is. I'm that just, I'm sounds like stop. my role, man. But I just don't hit the threes that often. But that sounds like <laughs> that sounds like me. But hey, man. So let, let's talk. Let's transition into into the your invention of the game, Bino, because. Uh, um, as you can see, and those those that are that are going to be viewing this on on our video portion on YouTube, etc. I have the game right in front of me here. Um, it's it's a very fun game. It's a soccer related game. Uh, my kids, uh, we have it here at home. Obviously, we love it. Um, it and what what triggered you to the, what 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 was the trigger behind the invention of this game, and and how has it taken off for you? So the trigger was uh, after my basketball days, um, I got really into playing FIFA with my friends, which is just pretty casual. I think most people, you know, most people my age at the time played FIFA. But I really, you know, playing basketball growing up, I was really into the cerebral, the mental side of the game. And so under, learning, learning the game of football, soccer, um, was, was so fascinating because it, was, it was, had a lot of elements of basketball, but just, you know, some different complexities. And so I started following a lot of uh, – business, you know, or soccer accounts and, uh, following, you know, Dortmund was, is my favorite team. Uh, I started just watching all their games and, and knowing player tendencies, stuff like that. And so, uh, basically I was inspired by a game. I saw, you know, I was inspired by a game I saw when traveling, um, that was, you know, a bit of, uh, flicking a ball on a board. Um, and, uh, basically 
I uh, went to look for it online for something, anything like that. And there was nothing anywhere online like this game. Um, I looked everywhere for, you know, a week or two straight. And uh, I was like, you know, I'm just going to build one of my own. Cause you know, I know exactly how I want it to look, you know, I, you know, um, I want it to be like a little, little soccer, but like contain all the elements of a real game of, of real sports, you know, the unexpected events, you know, controlling your own shots. Um, you know, the, unexpected bounces that you get from having a real turf. Um, and, and a lot of those little details that go, you know, uh, that, that go into it. And, uh, and I started making them in July of 18. Uh, I, because I couldn't find anything online. My friends and family started hitting me up on Instagram. Like, what is this game? Like, what, what, what are you guys always playing? Um, so I started building them for friends and family. Um, and then one of my business partners now, uh, basically convinced me, Hey, we need to make two versions. Um, that are, you know, that have the same, you know, really cool look to them, but like that we can, we can, uh, make, um, at a higher clip and, and just sell. Cause I was doing custom boards for people. I'll, mm-hmm. I was spray painting them. I was doing everything, you know, putting logos on them by hand. Um, and it was just, it was just too much. And so April of 19, um, we released our first two prototypes to the public. And, uh, from there we had some really cool things happen. Um, some really good luck, you know, um, eight months in, in December of, uh, eight, uh, 18, was it nine? Oh, December of 19, sorry, December of 19, uh, basically, uh, Barstool posted us, which led to like Jake Owen and the Watt brothers, um, and then NFL posting us. And then we had an ESPN article that was huge and after, right after Christmas in December of 19. And that just like sent us, you know, yeah. um, into another dimension. And from there, it's just been a uh, steadily growing sense. So. And, and can yeah. you talk about the, the, the tour you're on right now? You know, I know we, we, we caught you when you're in Portugal, but what's your yeah. what's your what's your goal there, and and what's next for Binho? So basically, our game is made in America. So we've only been selling and marketing in America. Uh, you can purchase overseas, but the shipping is just ridiculously high. So it's not really worth it for the customer to you know it's a hundred dollar game, and it's uh you know eighty dollars with all the shipping and and, and um, duties and stuff. So what we're doing, what I'm doing over here right now, is we're getting content, video. Um, in the different European countries because our, our European warehouse opens uh, next month. And so that means people in Europe will be able to buy with, sh- with, with the same shipping rates that people in the U.S. currently have. So it's going to be much more affordable in Europe. Uh, obviously, Europeans, we all know, uh, love the game of soccer a lot more than Americans, even though we're on the rise in America. But, you know, they're, they're, they're far ahead of us um, in, in, in everything related to soccer. So um, we want to just... Uh, you know, get some feedback and uh, get some content and, and be ready to go out here because we know the potential uh, is very high. Nick, uh, what inspired the name of your game? Why did you call it Bino? So Bino, so it started, uh, we named it kind of after a friend, but ended up working out really great. Bino um, in Portuguese means little. Uh, they named it a lot of uh, famous soccer players, you know, Ronaldinho, Rabinho. Uh, there's a list of players, um, and an Inyo, which is, you know, just means little. So it's like kind of like, you know, little soccer. Um, and then, um, we kind of made a little play off of the, you know, what do you call it? The, the tilde over the, the end, uh, it's like a finger hitting the ball, mm. uh, of sorts, uh, just, you know, subtly. Oh, right. And then, uh, it also plays off of uh, Spanish, which, you know, growing up in Arizona, um, there's a lot of, uh, Spanish and Hispanic, uh, influence, and so, you know, it, even though it was just a made up word and kind of a stylized logo, it just like, 
looked good. And then the alliteration side of it, uh, being your board, BB, uh, you know, just kind of brought it all together. Yeah, it, it triggered a story. I'm looking at the logo right now. I'm thinking, oh, okay, I see how that finger could be hitting the, yeah, yeah. the, the ball in the eye. That's yeah. pretty creative. And uh, um, it's a little subtle thing. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, I'm an artist, right? And I, I majored in, mm-hmm. uh, in graphic design. But and I, those little details, oh, wow. right, are, just mean a lot. But so, what version do That's I have, it. man? Do I not have the deluxe oh, super version? Or I, what, what's going I'm on, trying, Nick? I'm, I'm trying to see the nets. Are those the real nets? Like they're not the plastic nets, are they? No, they're the real. Are they nets. real? Are they real? Yes. Oh yeah, you have. A, you have, That's a real first edition right there. Oh. So you have a we call it the Bino Classic OG. Oh man, uh, that one's uh that one's that's that's that's, a, that's an iconic piece right there because we don't sell those anymore and we don't do the uh, the real handcrafted nets yeah. even though we're bringing them back in a in a in, in a certain capacity. Um, the one you have is a uh, is a is a nice nice one to have. All, it, all I need is your autograph on it now, bro, or something, right? A little picture <laughs> right here. But you know, it's funny. I how got this, you. <laughs> this, uh, my son, uh, my oldest son, Josue is a sophomore, uh, junior now at Stanford University. And uh, he's the one that I'm like, yeah, we got to get this game. I'm going to order it. And uh, he was excited because he had a little money um, in, in his account and he ordered it himself. And he's all like, you guys gonna love it. We played it in our dorm. So it's pretty cool. Nice. And probably good to, you know, uh, Pac-10 back in the day when you were there, but now it's the Pac-12. Now Pac-12 Pac-12. schools and like Stanford are playing it, so uh, I'm sure that gets you excited. Absolutely. Oh yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. So uh, it, it, it triggered also a story. Uh, my my brother, his name's Julio. Um, you know, he's a very funny guy. Uh, we played soccer, and and he got a Brazil jersey for the last World Cup. And he he put Julinho on the back of his shirt. His name's <laughs> Julio, but you know when you said about Julinho. that, Julinho, yeah, it, it's very. Uh, I love that. It's a soccer thing, right? And uh, when you when I think whenever you have that Inyo, man, you're you're a dominant player like Ronaldinho and all, you know those guys. So uh, we got some rapid fire questions in a little while. We're gonna we're gonna throw you some soccer uh, questions at you in a little bit, but um, you sure. know it's it's a uh, it's very it's very uh, very inspiring the story, man, and. We really hope it, it, it takes off, man, and I'm, I'm sure it will. You know, it's there's a lot of grit and grind behind the process, right? It doesn't just happen, yes. you know. And no, yeah, putting the work in, like what you're doing, man, it's 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 inspiring, you know. Yeah, you gotta get you gotta get in the streets and and play uh, organically against people. So, in Portugal, have you have you put it out there in the streets? Have you been out there with the public and the people, just saying, "Man, check out this game." What do you think? And is that the feedback that you're getting? Is that what you want to get? Or yeah, we've just been playing. I've been playing against anyone and everyone. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's really cool. I've been staying at a couple hostels, and we went all over Portugal, and we've been playing against people from uh, all different countries right now. And we have like our own little. Bino World Cup, Euro Cup thing going on because Euro Cup's finishing up right now. Um, so yeah, it's been really, it's been really fun. And uh, we, you know, organic's my favorite way to market the game. We have some really, we have a really good uh, digital ads company that's crushing it for us. But uh, we always double down and 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 just play people everywhere. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Nick. What advice do you give for young podcast learners as- aspiring to? be future inventors i think just uh always basically the way i invented my game is i was just like what did i want in a game you know so you, you have to be you have to be a little bit selfish you know like what do you want in a game because most people you know will like what you like it you know and so i just was like man i want real turf 
real goals, uh, you know, perfectly spaced players, you know, perfectly elastic bands, you know, all these features of the game. And I just made it the way I wanted it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have fun. And I know my friends all have fun because we have all, we have fun doing the same thing. So I would just, you know, look for any sort of, you know, whether it's a problem in your life, like, man, I wish, I wish I had this or, you know, I wish this thing was like this. Um, and if you ever hear yourself saying that and catch yourself saying it, it's like, man, that could be a really good idea. And yeah. there's, I guarantee there's a lot of other people out there thinking the exact same thing. Yeah, it's true. All right, Nick. Um, Besides the game, what other adventures have you been exploring? Um, basically just traveling. Um, no other real business. I, uh, I'm just completely focused on being here right now, but I love to travel in 2020. Couldn't do that. So, um, I'm basically just, uh, you know, taking inspiration from everywhere I go and, and meeting people across the world right now. And, uh, and just loving that, you know, nothing, nothing better, uh, nothing more I like than experiencing different cultures. Yeah, that's, that's great. And, you know, and if, if you, if you had, uh, how can I say, uh, your, your, your next phase of, of Bino, right? Your next phase of Bino, what would it look like for you? The, the next phase is scaling up. So we've been uh, selling only through our website for, you know, almost two years, pretty much two years now. And we have a lot of interest from big retailers and big e-com retailers, uh, licensing international. So we just haven't been able to do them, you know, take advantage of those because we we haven't been able to produce the boards fast enough. And so we're working on that right, you know, right now we're finishing up on that. And once we're able to have the inventory to, we can entertain those deals. Uh, but right now we haven't been able to. And so it's, it's been nice because we built a really cool, um, like, you know, cult uh, family community. And so we're just getting ready for that stage, uh, which is scaling up. Nick, you've heard of the, of the show Shark Tank, right? Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about taking your game there and showing it to them to see, like, what they think about it? Yes. I don't know if I'm allowed to say anything, um, <laughs> but we, were sh we, we may or may not have been uh, supposed to go on that show uh, last summer. Uh, and then I got a certain sickness um, that people may have heard of, uh, <laughs> and I was not able to go on the show. Uh, um, but, uh, yeah, yeah I mean, we, 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 we might be able to in the future. But I can't say. Hey, let, let me know if you need me to call Mark Cuban, bro. You know, I got him on now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that, I mean, we're, 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 we're here talking about, like, listening to you. And we're thinking, my God, I, we, that's, we could totally see it on there, right? You know, uh, we could see it on that and, you know, commercials. And, you know, it, it, once again, it, it's, it's a very, it's a genius game. And it's a great invention. And it's fun. Are there any little tricks that you could kind of just share with us right now that, Maybe, I mean, is there a certain angle? Is there bank shots? Is there some kind of, you know, is there a, a cheat sheet for this game to, to get better at? Kind of like a Rubik's Cube, there, there right? There is? Talk to there, me. There, there's, two, there's two main angles kind of at this angle and this angle. Okay. Maybe we can do some sort of graphic later. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, down, the, down there, and there's two smaller ones down the middle uh, that are direct angles. Um, but a lot of times you're not going to have those direct angles, so you're trying to create that angle off the bands. Oh. Uh. And then um, another, another thing to think about is, is if you know you don't have a good shot or anything, you know, the key is playing defense and, and also controlling where your shots end up. 
So if you shoot it way too hard and it bounces way back into your own zone, that's just, it's like playing billiards. Uh, and, and you know, when you make it, or even if you miss it, the ball goes right and gives them an easy shot. Um, so you want to control where you finish your shot. Yeah, no, that that's 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 cool, man. Maybe later on, you and I could just zoom a, a conversation, man. Because <laughs> my, my daughter, man, she's she's killing it. She's only uh, she's gonna be an eighth grader, but I I think her little fingers are like are an advantage, right? And uh, they, oh, they are. <laughs> and you know, sometimes like uh, that's good though. Play defense, man. That that's a uh, very well said. But um, and so, uh, how good are you at this game? I'm pretty good. Like when I'm playing as you know, the locals and everything, I, uh, and people that haven't played, I, I beat them, you know, seven to one, seven to two, pretty bad every time. Um, when I go to tournaments, uh, I haven't had so much luck, but, um, but, but I, you know, these guys are some of the best players that are playing. So, you know, uh, we usually, we usually do a group stage and a knockout stage and I'll make it to the knockout stage, but there's some people out there that are just ridiculously good really? in these tournaments. Oh man. And is there it- have you considered maybe uh, finding someone and say, okay, you're, you're our rep here. You're, you're going to be the one, the face of, not the face of it, but, you know, the athlete that, that nobody can beat. The Michael, the Michael Jordan. The, Michael, the Jordan of the <laughs> of being. Yeah, we're, we're currently looking. We're having more tournaments uh, this year. So we'll see if somebody can run off a couple of wins in some tournaments, get some rings. You know, rings are perfect for Bino, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. So uh, hey, actually you're in the yeah. you're in the perfect you're in the perfect place, man. You get Cristiano Ronaldo here to to, to sponsor this thing <laughs> and it's over, you know? Yes. Oh, it's over. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, our conversation's been great. Uh we're we're trying we're gonna wrap this up, Nick, with uh with the next segment of our uh, of our show, which we you know some we call it the carne asada, rapid fire. We're gonna throw some meat on the grill, Mexican style, and and kind of uh, put you on the grill a little bit with some questions, man. But um, all right, this this conversation it. it's, it's been great, man. So let, let's get this going, guys. Let's you ready? Thank you. Turn up right. the heat. All right, first question, Nick: Nike or Adidas? Adidas. Cancun or Hawaii? What was the first one? Yeah. Cancun. Cancun. Okay, cool. Oh, Hawaii. Uh, what is your favorite pair of sneakers? Oh, man, my KT4s, my Anta KT4s oh, for got, basketball, that is. You got a shoe game then, huh? Yeah, you got, okay, I got it. Yeah, I got, I got some nice ones at home, too. I can get into that. <laughs> yeah, so how do you decide what you're traveling with? Man, that's the hard part, right? What do you take with you? Yeah, yeah, you, you, you had to, I, I depends where I'm going. <laughs> I, I took some uh, certain things to Costa Rica earlier this year. I took different ones here, but you can only fit so many in the bag. So. Exactly. Yeah. Ronaldo yeah, or tough. Messi? Say it again. Ronaldo or Messi? Ronaldo. What? Who's your favorite NFL football team? Arizona Cardinals. Oh, What's oh, your yeah. superpower? It, what was my What was my superpower? Yeah. If I could have one. Oh man. Uh, Invisibility. I don't know. I haven't really thought about that one. That's a good question. Oh, okay. What's your favorite hobby? Your hobby. I love playing guitar and traveling. That's not really a hobby, I guess, but yeah. <laughs> your favorite teammate in Washington State? Uh, Clay. You know, I didn't play too much, so I would say uh, Clay Thompson, Michael Hartoon. Um, yeah, I, all, all the guys in my class were, uh, were were really fun to be around and play with. Nice. Um, any book recommendations? Atlas Shrugged is my favorite book. 
Okay, nice, man. And I'm sure, you know, on the road a lot, right? Getting those books out and having your quiet time is, is, is a good place to be. So it's a very, yeah, it's very important you know, to quiet the mind. And especially when you're in the chaos, you know, out here, it's take some time to relax and yeah, no, yeah, it, read books. And it looks really beautiful, man. So enjoy your stay in Portugal and, and any other countries that, that may follow afterwards. But um, um, it was great having you on the show, Nick. Hey, thank you guys so much for having me. Thanks, man. And that's our show today. We'd like to thank Nick Witherell for being a special guest on our podcast. From our GBA family to yours, continue to lead with ganas. Thank you for tuning in. If you found this podcast interesting, please make sure you subscribe to our show and share it with friends.